Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. I've got Christian Saez here with me. It's a little Suze and Saez Sunday for you. We are getting all amped up for Rockies on Sunday night baseball. Yeah. First time they've been on national TV all season. That's coming up in, if you're watching us live, less than an hour. So that'll be a good time. Yeah, it's fun. They're uh, they're jumping right in Sunday night baseball. Uh, the Rockies getting some national attention. It feels like it's unfortunate that it's taken so long to get to this point, but also it makes sense. You know, it's, it makes sense. it's just the way that it goes. We as Rockies fans would love to see our team on national television as much as possible, but yes. um, that's not what the the rest of the world would want, I would assume. Apparently not. So, I mean, the Rockies, of course, it's no secret. They have been struggling this season. You have to hope that part of the reason why maybe ESPN would even be interested is because the Rockies have so much incredible young talent. But part of it could just be we have Sunday night football on too, yeah. uh, and everyone else is a little uh, preoccupied. A little maybe preoccupied. Yeah. Uh, Broncos are on literally right now. Yeah, I know. I was going to say we interrupt your regularly scheduled Broncos programming to bring you some Rockies highlights and baseball and all that good stuff. But I will say, and I was talking to you a little bit about about this before the show started. This is the best time of year for baseball because it is. you've got teams that are a starting to get crossed off the list, eliminated. And, uh, and so you're starting to see that, that kind of pile and, and push to the playoffs get a little bit narrower. And then you're starting to see teams really come down to the wire. You've got some teams at the end um, that are just exciting to watch because games totally matter. Yeah. And, uh, and in, in a sport that goes such a long time with so many games, it's really fun. <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing a room show over yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, we can do that. I wanted to check echo. to see if we had comments, and uh, my computer's not muted. Christian, I apologize. <laughs> Please okay. restart your thoughts. <laughs> hey, you look, I, it, it happens to all of us, and we're just, we wanted to, you know, bring our views up a little it's, bit it's more. It's live, folks. It yeah, is I'm going to be one of the views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Look, it's just fun baseball time right now. Um, and there are some teams that are really fighting for a spot in the playoffs, a wild card spot. And I know some of that we're going to talk about as we, the Rockies are going to be playing some of those teams. Like pretty much all of them. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be, we're going to get into that in a little bit for sure. But yeah, this is like, we're starting to see the fruits of everyone's labors here. Who yeah. is eliminated early and it didn't work out. Who is in the fight. I mean, I, I gotta say, like, I'm looking at the standings right now here in almost mid-September mm -hmm. and it, it I, I, there's a lot of surprises in there for me there is there is um, a lot of surprises and I think for me a lot of surprises about teams that like I expected to be better that haven't been as good yeah um, the Padres are like the first ones that come to mind where you're like god how are they as bad as they are 
um, with the team that they have. And so it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, you start to see teams like that popping up. Um, and then you get teams like the Mariners or even the Giants, uh, a team that we're going to be playing yeah. where, you know, you're, you're so, okay, they're, they're not really in it, but they're also not out of it yet. And yeah. I didn't expect the Giants to be doing very much this year. The Mariners, they kind of had been picking up some steam last season. They had their first playoff appearance in almost a decade um, or 20 years, actually two decades. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so they're kind of fighting for that spot uh, in the American league, but uh, there's just, it's coming down to the wire. You've only got a couple weeks left of regular season. It's, it's all coming together and the Rockies have a chance to be disruptors in all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, a uh, uh, will popping in the Padres were eliminated today. Yeah. When I was putting together the outline for the show, they were still one game away from being eliminated. So I guess it, it happens. RIP yeah. the Padres. Yep. I don't feel bad for you. Send them off. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> same thing with like the Yankees though. You look at these teams that like have on paper, good lineups Yeah. and just ended up being some of the worst teams in all of baseball this year. And I think that was more of the surprise. It was like, okay, you know, it happens. Sometimes you'll have a good lineup that just injuries plague it and you get bounced in the first round or something like that. Maybe you sneak into a wild card spot. But to be some of the worst teams in baseball, speaking specifically like yes. the Padres and the Yankees, <laughs> you know, you're like, Padres. how does that happen? Yeah, but they're, they're eliminated. This is so freaking hilarious to it's me. It's crazy. And I, I mean, you love to see it. I'm from, not trying to us, dance but, on anyone's graves, but like. But kind of. I don't know. It just goes to show you, like, I mean, the Padres got eliminated like two days after the Rockies did. Yeah, no. And that's that's what I mean, where, you know, as things start kind of, you know, piling in here in these last couple of weeks of the regular season, you're going to start seeing teams getting close. Um, but then, of course, you get the teams like the Dodgers, who are, you know, what, 12 games up over the Diamondbacks right now yeah. that are just like, OK, yeah, put them in already. They're done. Yeah. Why are you even playing any more games what at this point? Is even the point? Baseball isn't yeah. even real. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Not when you're the Dodgers, at least. And yes. you have that kind of payroll running a team. Good Lord. Good mm. Lord. Um, uh, Christian, let's talk about some of these Giants games that we've already seen. We're playing the Giants, like, in two series, like, within, like, about a week and change. Yeah. Which is, like, just, it's too much, personally. But it I know is. you have family who are Giants fans. Yes. Yes, I do. No, and I was, I was mentioning this to you. My mom was actually trying to come up to Colorado mm. for Giants games when they were here. They ended up playing the very beginning of the season here in Colorado – uh, when she was still in school and then at the very end of the season. So the, the Giants, at least in Colorado, kind of split their series here at Coors Field at the very beginning and at the very end. Um, but it's going to be a stretch where they're playing the Giants in some pretty important games for the Giants. Important and games for the Giants, to, yep. For me, if you're a team that's not in it, you might as well be a team that can play some some meaningful games, mm -hmm. um, especially against a division rival like the Giants. If you can find a way to to, to knock them out, um, I know my family won't be happy to hear that coming out of my mouth, but uh, that that can that can be exciting Colorado. baseball. Yeah, well, and that and that makes for some fun baseball. I will say that. So um, games that mean a lot for the Giants, not as much for the Rockies. Exactly. Yeah, the Giants right now they are they're two games back in the wild card race, but they're six games away from elimination. Their elimination number is six as of right now. The mm -hmm. recording of this podcast. A little after five o'clock on Sunday, the 10th. Okay. So if it changes in the next like 30 seconds, don't come at me. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, the Rockies have already lost this series out in San Francisco. The loss on Friday night, nine to eight loss on Saturday, nine to one for you. When you see these games, which one is more painful? The Rockies being in it and having a good lead and losing it or the Rockies just getting trampled on it, it has to be the close games i mean you know i 
I get it. A loss is a loss either way. But I even relate this to like the Broncos. Like I don't know what the Broncos score is right now. But but from everything I've seen up to the, to this point with the Broncos game, it was kind of an ugly game that they were winning at, at, for the most part. And I'm like, you know what? If they win, even if it's ugly, I don't care as long as they win. That's kind of how I feel about, you know, the Rockies. I'm like, OK, it might not be pretty, but if they win, you know, you're still feeling great about that. And so I just feel like a nine to one loss, you know, whatever you're expecting at nine to eight loss. Those ones hurt. That one hurt for me, too, especially because we saw some great performances from I mean, especially the young guys. Hunter Goodman had a bases clearing triple at the, uh, early in that game. Bouchard had an RBI single. Uh, Brendan Rodgers had a really great catch in the yeah. second inning. Uh, thankfully, his arm stayed on. I yes. always get worried yes. whenever I see him making these catches because yeah. of his shoulder situation. He's doing fine. It, he is doing just fine. Y- you tense up a little bit. You hold your breath, but it is that's the that's the game you play. So. That's baseball. That's baseball, that's right? Baseball. You want him to make those catches. And uh, and that's all you can hope for at this point. I mean, you know, there's nothing. These games don't mean anything for the Rockies. All it is is you think of this as the pre-preseason. You know, I mean, these guys are yeah. – this is this is the, the – this is almost you're getting into fall training, uh, in my opinion. When you fall get, training? I like this term. Please elaborate. Yeah, well, when you get into – when you get eliminated, you're, you're not playing for anything else. So at this point, you're looking ahead to next season. What guys are going to start stepping up? Um, what guys are going to be sticking around mm-hmm. and, uh, and being able to just kind of continue to get some reps in and prepare, start preparing for next year. Cause at this point, that's all you can expect to do. So if you're Bud Black, um, your entire mindset has now shifted into how can I set myself up in the future for next season, even though we're in the season we're in right now. Um, and the good thing is they're playing some meaningful games against teams that still have uh, a season on the line. Um, and so that means you're going to be facing hopefully some s- some teams that are throwing the kitchen sink at you. Yeah, like these are going to be games where teams are all in. And, yeah. and, you know, we've seen that with the Giants, too. They're not going to they're not going down without a fight. right No, now. no, this isn't meaningless games for everyone. This is, you know, meaningless games, maybe for the Rockies. But the Giants are their season is on the line right now. And they they are playing in a position where you can't lose ball games right now. Uh, so the Rockies get to see the best. Uh, towards this latter half of the season. Uh, and you just got to get ready for next year. It starts now. I, I know it sucks, but it starts now. It starts now. Uh, you know, it did start last night. The Victor Vodnik era. We saw his debut, his MLB debut last night. He was in AAA um, like a couple days ago when I was in AAA. Yeah. yeah. How, how was your trip, by the way? You, <laughs> you, so were, you were hanging out in, uh, with the isotopes in, was, yeah. in New Mexico. Yeah. Some really nice young men down there. Nice. They're That's good. good. Kids. They're good kids. I'm really hopeful for the future after spending so much time with them. I didn't get a chance to talk to Vic- Victor Vodnik. Like I requested okay. um, an interview and like, I mean, I also requested a lot of interviews. So this just didn't pan out. Yeah. Like you've got to be freaking kidding me! I could have talked to him right before his debut. Yeah, Kept I know. I know. I re- going <laughs> right. Of like hey. guys getting called up after we have them on the show, but uh, regardless, he he made that debut, and hey. we watched it. Actually, we had a watch party here last night. Nice. Uh, yeah. For the Rockies, a bunch of the Purple Row people were here. Some Saber people were here. My nice. friends were here. Love it. Oh, yeah. You love it. Like a whole thing. So we all got to watch Victor Vodnik's debut. That's awesome. No, and that's fun. And and that's that's what you look for at this point right now for the Rockies. Yeah. You know, you start to to look into their farm system and see what's what's coming up here, not even just next year, but in the in the coming years. And even if you don't see some of these guys playing on the field for the Rockies, these are pieces of value that the Rockies have yes. that they can work with. So whether you end up 
seeing a guy that, that ends up spending seven years with your program or it, it be, is someone who brings in talent from somewhere else. Uh, that's what you're looking to see now. And so I, I like that you made the trip out to, to New Mexico. And uh, is that where Sushan calls uh, calls yeah. games? Did yes, you did you get is. to hang out with Sushan a little oh, bit? Oh, Josh Sushan is a very good friend of mine. He's not just a friend of the pod. Like, he's like a friend of I, mine. I figured that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I know. And I, I feel like every time I'm on the show with you, Sushan's involved one way or another. So, oh you know, we just kind of had to, uh, we kind of had to see if we had a shout out for him. Uh, but that's cool. That's really cool that you were able to to just get out and experience some of the up and coming for the Rockies. You know what? Yeah, it was such a good time. Um, uh, again, I'm stoked for the future. Um, how did Victor Vodnik do? Oh, you know what? He gave up some runs. Oh, he gave up tacos. So, mm. <laughs> so not. So, uh, but that's what the minor leagues tacos. are for. That's what. Yeah, well, well, this is the majors. Um, true, true. Are you calling the Rockies the minors? No, I mean, I, I guess, I guess I was still thinking of New Mexico, but yes, no, you're looking at Wagner's. I'm looking, yeah, stats. I'm looking at yeah, Vodnik's stats from last night because obviously we had a lot going on. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yes, reverse tacos. That's not a good, not, uh, not, not great. Not, not good, not good. Um, uh, was not a good time. Uh, you know what is always a good time? Uh, bet three six five. That is a good time. Yes, official betting partner of the Colorado Rockies. Um, uh, listen, it's still baseball season, but also, you know, officially football season. That's it like is. what so many people care about. But if at three, six, five, boom, get this, they don't do ordinary. They believe every sport should be epic. So see for yourself when you sign up today and you'll get $365 in bonus bets. When you bet just $1, that's a lot of money. That is, that's that is a, a lot of money. Good chunk of money. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's, that's some that's some wiggle room. That's some wiggle room right there. Um, but DNVR also, okay, so I saw this on the app the other day. I was so excited. DNVR has custom bets. Really? Custom DNVR bets. Like our oh, best I... logo is on it in the app. Oh, that's super cool. It is so freaking cool. So yeah, I, I'm so glad that we're working with uh, Bet365. But uh, they have their own custom bet. Will the Broncos claim three divisional wins this season? We think so. Oh, we totally think so. And company, the division so. the division is open right now with the Chiefs' week one loss. So you mm -hmm. never know. Three division wins. That's uh, it's not bad for the Broncos. Not too shabby. But yeah, uh, you can ride with DNVR, place your bet. You're going to find that in the app. But download the app, deposit $10. That's how you claim the $360 in bonus bets as soon as you place a bet for $1. So you deposit $10, make a bet for $1, then you get your $365 in bonus bets. Download the Bet365 app. Use code DNVR365 when you sign up. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it is never ordinary when you bet with Bet365. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, text or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, we also got to talk about Fubo TV. Best way to catch the Broncos. Best way to catch the most Denver sports, the most Colorado sports, for the lowest cost. You simply can't beat it. Always a good time. Well, yeah, 140 live channels of sports shows, movies, news, yeah, all of it. And look, this is the best time I I've I could ever expect to be watching Colorado sports right now. I mean, talk about the amount of teams in Colorado yeah. that are just crushing it right now. 
it's a good time to be a Colorado sports fan. Definitely, definitely. And I know some other providers are having issues with channels that carry sports. Mm -hmm. Lots of other providers are having issues. But yeah. you're going to find college football, Pac-12, uh, obviously, obviously um, uh, you know, CU, obviously. Obviously. Uh, you're going to catch the Broncos, NFL Network. They got Red Zone, U.S. Open, um, uh, the Ryder Cup, everything, all the sports you want to catch. You can catch them with Fubo. Watch all of your favorite college football and NFL games with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15. You're going to get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Woo. Nice. Good deal. It's a good deal. Um, uh, all right, let's talk about, uh, one of the interesting things. I know we saw one of the Rogers twins pitching yes. for the San Francisco giants. We're fascinated by them. Of course. I mean, not just cause like they're twins and they have like actually opposite throws. Literally opposite. They're, it's so creepy. It could not be different. <laughs> it could not creepy. be more different. Oh, uh, but you know, they're Colorado kids too. I'm surprised that like the Rockies haven't tried to reel them in. Yeah. They love to hoard Colorado pitchers. <laughs> yes, yeah. Do a little saving private Ryan action, get the, all the family together, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. I've actually never seen Saving Private Ryan, so I That don't might not have been the, the greatest uh reference because <laughs> technically the brothers died except for one. Okay. But well. they were trying to get keep the family together. <laughs> so that was where I was going with that. But uh maybe it's good that you didn't see that haven't seen that. So Yeah, I know. Um uh, a swing and a miss on maybe, that like, reference. Uh, maybe like Fast and the Furious, <laughs> yeah, like family. Yeah, Oh, there you go, right? I was just thinking brothers <laughs> coming together. Like the whole movie's about family. You know, you yeah. said it before. Someone just, someone just give us a thumbs down. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's you know that's actually so messed up. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but yes, I, I it would be cool to see them together. I always thought about this. You're talking about, you know, the different wind-ups and the different, you know, kind of pitch deliveries between brothers. I had a sister, so I didn't grow up with a brother who played baseball in the same sport as me. I was a pitcher though. Um, but I I will say a lot of my delivery was uh, emulated off of my dad's pitching style and he wasn't oh. a pitcher um, but he did you know I mean I think anytime you play baseball you, you just you you, you can pitch exactly You're and so to. you are physically able to pitch um, but I just took a lot from my dad for, in the way that I was doing my wind up and whatnot and so I think that's fascinating to have two you know guys who grew up together with totally different pitching styles uh, Okay, we actually have the pitching ninja video of the the two of them pitching overlaid on top of yeah. each other. It is so interesting because they're literally like yin and yang. Oh, Tiff's getting it up. Tiff's getting it up. But I have to wonder. I'm like, did, were they like positioned in the womb in a way? That's where like right. Like that is got him. as far from opposite. There we go. Got him. Yeah, good on pitching ninja. Shout out to him for creating this. Got him. Yeah, just perfect opposites. Crazy that Got they're em. all on the same team. I love the moments when they're warming up in the bullpen at the same time. Got them. Lefty one's righty. Yeah. I literally, I don't know which one's Tyler or which one's Taylor. First of all, messed up of their parents to True. name them Tyler and Taylor and their yeah. identical twins. That's cruel, I think, but it's fine. I'm sure that they meant well. The other thing, though, um, uh, where was I even going with this? I don't know. Forget Their it. Pitching <laughs> Their pitching styles. Their pitching styles. Where it's was I going? completely opposite. Uh, it, oh, wait. I, I don't know which one is which. I just refer to them as, oh, the righty and the lefty. And the lefty, lefty <laughs> yes, yes. The submarine or the three quarters. It, it It's just an impressive... I also think like submarine is such a hard thing to learn on your own anyways. Like Maybe it was one of those situations where 
I, uh, you're right. I don't actually know which one throws submarine. Is it Ty Taylor or Tyler oh that throws submarine? <laughs> see, anyway, we, we, Tyler, Tyler. There you go. I can see it on the right graphic, top oh, right. Okay, okay. So Tyler, maybe he just wanted to be different. You know, like he was like, okay, I just need to be as far opposite from my brother as I possibly can. Oh my gosh, maybe his line of thought was like, oh my gosh, no one can tell us apart. <laughs> this is how people are going to. Tyler is the submarine guy. Taylor is is the three quarters delivery. Okay, yeah, we'll stick with it. We'll stick um, that is, it, it is cool that they get to play on the same team for the Giants. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, it would be cooler if they played for the Rockies. It would be. It would be. Do you think <laughs> this, is the, this is the question? Thank you for teeing me up uh, for the next question I had. Do you think we see either of them ever pitch for the Colorado Rockies at some point in their career? I, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, it, there's obviously a possibility. I just, I think I, definitely I, one of them. One of them, you do. I think I, definitely one of them will end up with the Rockies at some point. At some point, who, who do you think it would be then? I can't tell them apart. I think, I think <laughs> the lefty ends up. <laughs> so Tyler, and we'll go with, we'll go with that. You know, they really had an opportunity to just pretend to be one dude. Yes. And like be the ambidextrous pitcher. But also, like, <laughs> I, it would have made more sense to me if you had done that overlay and it had, and they had both been like identical pitching deliveries you know because that's what i mean when you grow up together and you're pitching at the same time like you tend to just kind of work on the same things i don't know it just seems like something where you would watch that and say oh my gosh look at this overlay they're they're, they're the same person throwing uh, but instead they're completely opposite uh, but that is that, that also i just feel like that's weird being on the same team as your brother i just I, like i said i had a sister so it's different but if i had played a sport on the same team as my sister i don't know how i'd feel about that why? Maybe maybe competitive. Do maybe there would have been a competitive edge. Do you think you'd be more competitive, or do you think that you would just be like, "Oh, this is fun that we get." This to is do this. yeah, like it depends on the relationship. I feel like I would have been more competitive. I would have been <laughs> like, "Oh, I, I like I can't be like losing a starting spot to my brother." Uh, but you know, it, I'm sure it's fun too. I I think for the parents, that's about as good as it gets. Yes, exactly. I think it's better now that they're all on the same team. Yeah. Because now the parents. Like, that's a okay, dream. Like, that's a dream as parents. We don't have to worry about them facing yeah. each other because I think. Um, you don't have to stitch a jersey together. You know, yes. you see those parents who have like the stitched jersey. One side is, mm -hmm. you know, the Dodgers. The other side's the Giants because mm -hmm. their kids pitch on those two teams or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, like uh, in the postseason last year when the Phillies and the Padres were playing and the NOLA parents, mm, yes. uh, Aaron yep, yep. and Austin's parents, they were just stressed out. Yeah. When uh, Aaron Nola was on the mound and Austin Nola was back there catching for <laughs> the Padres, they were just like, this is actually just stressful. Yeah. We, I remember even in high school, like my mom, we didn't, I, I didn't play, like I said, with any of my siblings, but we had a really good family friend that played on our rival high school baseball team from me. And so we'd play each other. And my mom would say like, it's conflicting because she's like, on one hand, you know, uh, Josh would do really well on Kent Lake. And so she's like, I'd want to cheer for him. But at the same time, like, I can't cheer for Kent Lake, you know, like that's, you know, those are the rivals. Like we can't yeah. cheer for them. And so, yeah, I think it's much easier you get them on the same team. No problems for the parents. They're living a dream life with both their kids playing on the same team. You know, they're successful. That's all you can hope that is, is that all your you can kids hope for. Uh, find success in their chosen fields, especially something as competitive as being a professional athlete. Will in the comments, I is this true? They pretended to be each other in a spring training game once, like Jose and Ozzy Canseco did that one time? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes I, sense. That, I could see that's that. That's actually really funny. I hope that's true. That, that I we can totally take, see that. We can't take all of our comments as if they're news. Like, 
Can we though? I mean, you know, I'm gonna go with it. Well, <laughs> Will, we're gonna say that that is 100% true. I, I'll look for it because that's. Well, I'm a fact check you, but after the show, we'll we'll circle back. <laughs> By the way, the other thing I wanted to bring up. Okay, Rockies are gonna be on national TV, so it's gonna be a totally different broadcast crew than what we're used to. Yes. We're gonna get all different kinds of perspectives. Um, uh, we're also gonna get like a lot of the typical like, oh, the Rockies, yes. this and that, mm -hmm. and the pitching and the hitting, blah blah blah. Um, uh, do we develop a drinking game? I meant to pose this question at the start of the show because if anyone has suggestions for the Sunday night baseball Rockies drinking game, how, how many, how many times do we hear a talking point about the elevation? I think like once an inning, at least, I think at once least an inning. Um, I will be keeping ta uh, count <laughs> of how many times the, the national broadcast brings up. Cause I will say as a play by play guy, like doing games with teams that you are not familiar with that you haven't watched a lot of film on and you just have to kind of jam a whole year's worth of of games into you know a week mm -hmm. of prep it's uh you find those talking points and you you die on them you die on those hills <laughs> so you know it's like you run it's baseball especially you run out of things to talk about in the fourth inning if the game isn't that exciting and you're just like so uh the elevation is <laughs> a big thing for the rockies they play it High elevation, you know, and then you just you just beat it until it's dead. Uh, you know what? So I got the chance to talk to Buster Olney on Friday. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. Oh, my gosh. The time of my life. He right? is just such a great baseball dude. Such a great dude in general. But one of the questions I asked him, you can find this on um, our previous show. But I asked him, like, okay, so, like, pitchers have so much trouble keeping their ERAs low. Batters never get recognition when they're doing well because yeah. they chalk it up to the altitude. Are the Colorado Rockies ever going to crack the code here at elevation and he's like no mm, no <laughs> no he's like and it kind of sucks because you know uh, the dodgers have certain advantages where they play in terms of like it's easier to pitch there yeah but pitcher awards don't get you know discredited yeah because it's the dodgers well and here's the thing you can you can you can use the altitude and the elevation to go both ways you can say like you said um, well, okay, the Rockies hitters are just crushing it this year. Well, of course they are. They're playing at Coors Field. You know, how you're, you're expected to do that. But on the flip side, you can say, you know, oh, well, the other the Rockies are losing because they play at elevation and other teams have better offenses that are, you know, uh, able to hit home runs. And, and so it's just like it's this constant talking point that I just think at the national level especially gets beaten into the ground so much. And I just think, yes, I get statistically it plays a factor, but it doesn't. It, to me, it's not making decisions on games. You're not, yeah. you're not getting a win or a loss based off of the fact that we play at mile high mm -hmm. elevation. Like, it's it maybe is you're playing the money ball game across 162 games where okay, you know, you you get five or six more home runs a season, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, but it's not determining games. And I think the the national broadcast usually will talk about it as if this is like determining baseball games for the Rockies. So, yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see them in a national light, because like I said, you get a perspective of someone who most likely has not watched a single Rockies game in their to most, whole year. Exactly. Most of the people who will watch this game tonight haven't watched the Rockies and, all season. And, and even I'm, I, I'm even also talking about from the broadcasting perspective, you get guys, obviously when you're broadcasting a national game, you know, you're paying attention to the overall, um, outlook of major league baseball, but the broadcasters are not sitting down and watching Rockies games up until now. Yeah. Um, you know, and like so they watched, I'm sure a ton this week. They have a great production team. Sure. Yeah, you know? exactly. They have, they have great people prepping them for, 
you know, they've got the whole week. Yeah, they definitely but again, you, crash course on the Rockies Yeah, this you week. cram a whole season into one week of prep yes. for Sunday Night Baseball. And so my, my point is, you know, you get an extra perspective of someone who is an outsider um, coming in and watching a team and getting their take on how is this team going to grow? What do they see? Because we're... We're we're kind of numb to everything that we're seeing right now. Do you think uh, you know? we're numb? Do you think we've uh, we're just desensitized? Desensitized, yeah, exactly. From all the drama this season. All the drama, and and you watch the games, and you see you especially, you know, you're you're at every single game, or if if you're not at them, you're watching them. Yes. You're following every game, and so it's it's harder to see some of the 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 changes that are taking place over the big course of a year. Yeah. Um, and so when you get guys coming in that have not watched the the, the team all year long, you get fresh perspective. Um, and I just think that's an interesting part of it. So I, yeah. I'm excited to hear the national broadcast and just to hear what the take is on the Rockies from someone who has only watched the Rockies for a week, you know? Yeah. And so I think that'll be, that'll be interesting. I can't wait to find out. I'm yeah. going to be down Good or bad. at 610 mountain time. I will be down at the bar, making sure they've got audio on for Sunday. Of night course. Baseball. Be of like, course. All right, guys, let's, let's get it going. Play the damn theme music. <laughs> we have some people, I mean, like, obviously like we are you know, Colorado sports first here at the bar. But uh, when our watch party started last night, there were some people who were like, well, I was watching this Texas game on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that I'm a so big sorry, though. Yep. Like, I'm happy you're here. Yeah, But, yeah. like, you can watch it on the other screen that's right there. It's we like got to put the Rockies on. Right next to it. No, I get it. I get it. Controversial take, but I'm like, nope, we're the Colorado bar. Let's go. Yeah, no. it's And, hey, like I said, it's still baseball season. I know it doesn't ma- it doesn't mean anything for the Rockies. But there are games that matter still. And that if you're a baseball fan, that's what matters right now. Yes. Okay. The Rockies might not be it, but I'm still I'm still excited to see how the playoffs get set up. I'm still pumped to see which teams sneak into a wild card spot. And I'm gonna watch the games because of that. Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna get into exactly who the Rockies are facing the rest of the season and where those teams stand in their respective playoff hunts. But first we gotta talk about Baggis and Shanker. Because when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help. They win for Colorado families. They've been helping those seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. The absolute best part is that you can call them up and consult them on your case. And it's totally free until they actually win you money in that case. And they've done it to the tune of more than a billion dollars here in Colorado. They've got neighborhood offices all over, too. If you want to talk to someone in person... But if you want to call them up on the phone, dial the easiest number in Colorado to remember, 222-2222, all too lows. Call them, find out if you have a case, because they can help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. So call Bacchus and Shanker for free, because Bacchus and Shanker wins. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Have you seen the FOCO overalls? I think Kale was wearing them. Is that the the, the overall was that Kale Kale was slumbering in earlier during the Broncos game? (laughs) Like, yes. We're totally outing him for taking a nap. We are. He's I, had he a was. really long week. Like, please, like the man has been producing like so many shows. It, this it is a long. It is a big week of Colorado sports. He's, he's wearing the Foco overalls right now. I hope they appreciate this ad read. Uh, but yeah, the Foco overalls are kind of taking over the world. The entire Phillies team has them. Yeah, uh, they they're uh, and Marissa calls them the, her uh, chetas. It's a. Uh, Does she have? She's not of Focos, but she oh, okay. has a pair of overalls. I know that it has been added to her list because she loves wearing overalls. I wish the Rockies had overalls. I might get the Broncos ones. The, the Rockies, that would be cool. Some, wearing some purple overalls. Ugh, 
I would love it. Um, but yeah, Foco is the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merch with a product line that has apparel, accessories, collectibles, the bobbleheads, but most importantly, those overalls. They've got them for a bunch of teams. Pretty much, they've got them for every market, I think. They've got them for college. They've got them for NFL. They've got them... I'm just like so wowed by these overalls. That was like such a great business move on their part. Uh, obviously, they've donated lots of great set decorations for us too. All but, the good stuff. Oh boy, I, I can't wait for y'all to see the overalls if you haven't seen them already. I, I was going to ask, and maybe I should ask the Foco oh, spokesperson. To, to oh, up. nice. There you go. Does Foco do dog uh, like clothing? You know, like bandanas and stuff like that for oh my teams. Oh gosh. I actually, so I'm in, they, I'm, do, they do, they, they have do, they do, they have pet apparel, they have and pet accessories. apparel, okay, so I'm in the market for a, uh, a Rockies dog bandana before the 14th of September, so it's coming up, oh, for Bark in the for Park, for Bark in the Park, I will be, I will be attending the San Francisco Giants Rockies game ah! at Coors Field with the big puppy. Oh my gosh. Mr. They have Dune. Some, they have some really cute, like ugly sweater style, um, oh, with Cocker Spaniels as, uh, oh, Looks, looks, like, like like, looks like little Zia. Oh my gosh. You should definitely get her one of these. I should get her one from Foco. That's that's cool. But yeah, so I'm in the market for a uh, nice little little baseball themed bandana for, for the pup. Christian, here's what you're going to do. Listen very closely. You're going to go to foco.com. <laughs> you are going to use code DNVR. You're getting 10% off. Of that order. I think Dune would be getting 10% off of that order. So yeah, that sounds yeah. like a win. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So do that. Do that. I will do that tonight so I can get them in time for the game. Only from Foco. All right. Let's talk about the Rockies. Rocky schedule. Almost all of the teams the Rockies are facing for the rest of the season are fighting for a playoff spot, except the Padres. <laughs> except, which is so funny. That's so ironic to me, but so we will live with that. We had the highest expectations. The Giants, they are still kind of fighting tooth and nail out here. Yeah. I'm sure the past two games against the Rockies have helped them out a lot. They can't get that number one spot, but they're still in it. Yeah. I mean, they the Braves are, are still in it. the Braves are a solid team yes. um, right now. And so I just, yeah, the, the Giants are trying to sneak in. I will say this is what the Giants do in their in the his, in the history, at least the recent history of San Francisco Giants baseball. It with um, Gabe Kapler's with, Giants, especially Gabe Kapler's Giants. Although, although um, the year what was it two years ago where they they set the record for most franchise wins that, under Gabe Kapler's rank, and they still didn't win the division because of the Dodgers having the best season of ever in yeah. baseball. And and it was that one of those was things insane. where it was like you had the most you had the, like one of the best seasons ever as a franchise for the best season as a franchise for the Giants and you still didn't win the division. That just tells you how hard that NL West is. Yeah, no, those Dodgers are no freaking joke. Twelve games up over the Diamondbacks this year, obviously a couple years later, but um, yeah, they they haven't really slowed down since then either. They have not. I mean, yeah, the Giants definitely caught a little lightning in a bottle at, yeah. during that season. I, I didn't expect that at all. I mean, it was un, unreal. Yeah. And now the fact that they're even in the playoff run is, I think, a win for them. I didn't expect them to to be in the playoff run this this year. So, mm. um, yeah, the, the Rockies, they've got the Giants and then the Cubs, the who Cubs, are also... The, the Cubs are in town next. We yeah. kind of face a lot of the Cubs and Giants the next uh, couple of weeks. But, yeah, the Cubs are still in that wild card spot if the season ended right now. They're four games back from Milwaukee in the NL Central. 
but they're one game up in that second wild card spot. Yeah. So they're they're still in it just barely. They're that they've got a battle. They've yeah. got a battle. Yeah, and uh and I've been keeping up on our uh one of our sister stations, CHGO, they're with great. their coverage of the Cubs and uh and you know, and so I I definitely think they've they've got a lot of exciting things going on in Chicago. Um, but they've got a tiny margin for error. Uh, only one game up in the wild card spot. Just one game. Um, uh, speaking of other markets for our, our company, All City. Yeah, <laughs> um, yes. The, the, we got the Dodgers coming up too at the very end of the season. And they are currently, you mentioned, 12 games up over that second place Arizona team. Arizona barely still mm-hmm. in it. And then the tw- we finished the season against the Twins. Who are leading the AL Central by seven and a half games? Yeah, and that's just a and that's just a weird division too. I mean, you've got the Guardians in there that are kind of, you know, they were in it. They were in it for a while. They're and slipping now. They are less in it than they were a week ago. Yeah, and so I just that's a that's a really interesting one. Um, I don't really know how I feel about the Twins, to be honest. You know, I like yeah. I feel like some of their success has been the fact that they play in a kind of confusing division. It's a very confusing division, and. For the most part, it wasn't very competitive. No, I that's mean, what I mean. Like, the yeah. Twins were leading the division under 500. Now yeah. they're above 500, but they were leading the division for a while. Sure, and and you know, and my thing is like, yeah, go play the go play the Dodgers and see how you do. You know, yeah. like that's that's kind of my take on that is when you're looking at teams that are winning in divisions that are just kind of a mess. Um, the the postseason is the is the tell all for that. Truly, truly. Um, uh, let's, uh, let's get into some postseason scenarios. We've heard, uh, as I think as of today, the Braves have clinched. Yep. They have clinched a playoff berth. They're the first team in major league baseball this season to get that spot in the postseason. Um, uh, and it's also guaranteed that they will not have the six seed. Yeah. No matter what happens for the rest of their season. How many wins are they at right now? It's just like ridiculous. It is. It is. The Braves have been such a fun team. The Braves and the Orioles, oh. those are like two of my favorite teams to watch this season. Just just fun. Fun the, baseball. The Braves have 93 wins. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, the Orioles also, I mean, the Orioles are not that different than the Braves. They no, got, that's what I mean. They've got yeah. 90 wins. I looked at that last night. I was like, the Baltimore Orioles already have 90 wins? Yeah. Maui, Hit 90 losses yesterday. I saw that. <laughs> like, I saw that. Hey, it's not 100 losses. So yet. We're hanging on. We're hanging on. There's no way the Rockies don't hit 100 losses. They are currently on pace for 103. Yeah, yeah. Which is so, part of it's upsetting. Part of it, like, I mean, we've said this a bunch. You hope it's going to be a wake-up call for ownership, for the front yeah. office. They're, they kind of can't, like, skate by on the fact that like a lot of people come to Coors Field because it's a great park. There is this idea of embrace the failure when you're at this point. I wouldn't consider it tanking. You know, it's it's a different situation well, in baseball. You also, you can't really like tank anymore that, like you used to. That's what I mean. It's yeah. di- very different. And so it's more of embracing the failure saying, okay, yeah, we sucked this year. Hopefully this is a wake-up call, like mm-hmm. you said, to management um, and to the players as well who are fighting for their careers you know i mean it, colorado is not a place you want to play right now and so you're wanting to pick up value uh from other guys in different in different uh teams and from your minor league system and so you want to get back to a place where you can prioritize winning and unfortunately for the rockies it, it starts with having a really hard season um and this is that season you're hoping this kind of just is a wake-up call for a lot of guys let's hope Let's hope. Um, uh, you know, it's always a win, though. 
getting lunch or dinner or any meal from our friends at Illegal Pizza. Oh, that sounds so I good. I actually have a leftover reverse nacho sitting in the fridge downstairs um, waiting mm. for me. I still haven't tried those reverse nachos, but I literally thought about going to Illegal Pizza on the way home, so that might be the move tonight. I think in theory, like, it actually is just a bowl. Yeah. That you get with chips. But I, I, have, I, have, <laughs> I have not used the words reverse nachos when ordering at uh, Illegal Pizza, yeah, so that the, might be the game. If you use the word reverse nachos, they put the cheese in first. Gotcha, okay. Well, so I so I did this once, and this is how they told me it was cheaper to just do reverse nachos. I got a bowl, and I was yeah. like, can I get like a cup of chili or something on the side? And they were like, oh, it's so much cheaper if you just do the reverse nachos and get the queso or green chili on the side. Oh, okay. So yes, it's a bowl. You get your chips. You get all the, everything on the side. Fascinating. Yeah. See, I actually see, and uh, this is going to be a totally controversial take. I might be canceled for oh, this. Boy. I am not someone who likes smothered, uh, smothered nachos. Like, I don't like, I, I don't like when the chips get super soggy. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's a very you have to eat nachos pretty fast because chips get soggy. That's what and I mean. That's the worst thing that can ever happen to a person in their lifetime. It, it, but some people love that. Some people love like the messier the better. No, those people and, are disgusting swamp people. And, and, That's awful. and I'm just like, no, I kind of, I kind of want to just be able to dip my stuff into a, yeah. you know, something on the side. I know it's a very proper way of eating chips, where I'm like, okay, put the queso on the side, put the green chili over here, put the, you know, yeah. all of that. But uh, it sounds good. It's it's so good. And listen, they are friends at Illegal Pete's offering handmade mission-style burritos, mm. bowls, tacos, crafted with responsibly sourced high-quality ingredients, so much better than some of the other similar chains that are out there. Legal Pete's is just better. And they got a full bar. Yeah. Full bar. I When I picked up my food there yesterday, the patio on the Colfax location was popping. Yeah. Because it was hot out too. They had the misters going. Like so many people were just there. And vibing. I, we have my cornhole league out at Illegal Pete's and you oh know. Gosh, that's right. I, I know. We we came in second place. We uh, finished in second. I know. Thank you. Thank you. It was big playoff run for us. Congratulations. That's Thank you. Huge. Uh, yeah. They also have a happy hour Three to eight every single day, all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's, the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers for 28 years. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. We are going to wrap this up in the next couple of minutes. We're going to talk a little bit about the games that are coming up. We got Or the game that's coming up. Lambo's on the mound tonight for Sunday Night Baseball. He's mm -hmm. a guy with an interesting story, too. Um, no Brenton Doyle in the lineup. I'm a little bummed yeah. that the national audience won't get to enjoy the Brenton Doyle experience. But then again, now that Sean Bouchard is back, I mean, Sean Bouchard's got the better batting average. Brenton Doyle's still working on trying to yeah. get those hits. Yeah, get get some consistency. Um, yeah. that's that's been the struggle so far this season is consistency. So. It's so it's so tough to watch too because uh, you know like oh once he gets on base he's gonna steal all the bases yeah he's so fast yeah but he's got some stuff to work on and the Rockies are still trying to win games so we've got Charlie Blackman in right field Sean Bouchard in left field Nolan Jones the star of the show taking yep. center field for the second game in a row uh, and he will be mic'd up on Sunday Night Baseball um, which I good. think is so exciting I think the national audience will love Nolan Jones. And, and look, I think this is fun because it gives the Rockies some exposure, albeit in a small way, because like you said, it's Sunday, it's Sunday night football tonight. And, you know, and it's the Rockies. How many people are from a national audience are going to be interested in this game tonight? Uh, but 
the people that do tune in, it's going to give them some exposure to the personalities of some of the guys on the Rockies that they have not been exposed to before. Um, and hopefully some guys that are going to stick around for a few years and be a part of what we're hoping is going to be a, you know, turn of events for the Rockies in the coming years. Yes. So I'm, I'm hoping this is just a start for them. Maybe introduce them to, uh, to the baseball world. Exactly. Uh, one of those guys, Hunter Goodman at DH today, mm -hmm. he yep. is brand spanking new to the team. He's been on a tear. I'm excited for him to get some of that exposure. Uh, Montero will be at first. Uh, Trejo's getting the start at second today. Uh, no Rogers in the lineup. But yeah, that is what the viewers of Sunday Night Baseball will get to view in just a couple of minutes. If you're watching us live, it's like 10 minutes out from yeah. this game. It's it is a, it's so weird. It's just such a weird thing. So I, I'm excited to watch it tonight. I also think these national games, they're so much fun for the players too yeah. because there is that extra exposure. You can tell your friends who live in Connecticut that, hey, turn on <laughs> Sunday Night Baseball. I'll, I'll be on tonight. You know, normally you wouldn't be able to watch games if you've got f family and friends living out of state or you'd have to maybe just listen to the radio or s stream it or whatever um but so for a lot of the players it's fun because it gets them um some exposure uh in in just a different way and i think that's a lot of fun uh and just an exciting moment for these guys so exciting in a tough season so exciting you know i hope they have a good time with this yeah during this very difficult season that we're all kind of trudging through um, yeah Ugh. We shall see. Uh, make sure you do check out, though. The interview with Buster Olney was so much fun. We should... Tiff, do you have time to put that on YouTube after this? All right. You know, it's going to be on YouTube by the time you probably get around to yeah. working for it. So uh, great interview with him. He had some great insight in terms of what national media think of the Colorado Rockies. Okay. We have... Uh, what else do we have going on? Of course, the bar is popping for all the football games. Uh Speaking of the bar, though, have to give a producer cred to Chandler, who okay. runs the bar downstairs. We were watching the game, me, him, and K-Max. We were watching the Friday night game, and he's the one who sent me that uh, Taylor and Tyler Rogers graphic. He was like, look nice. at this. This is so crazy. Uh, he's such a numbers guy, such a stats nerd. So, Baseball. yeah, shout out to him for uh, giving me some great inspiration for today's show. Baseball fans are just the funniest, too. They, they, they're, it feels like sometimes every once in a while I'll just be talking to someone or meeting someone new. And they would just randomly start like dishing out all these fun stats or old trivia about teams. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, huh? baseball. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I know it feels like to some people, you know, football is the exciting sport and football and basketball and hockey here in Colorado. But there are so many people that just grew up watching the sport of baseball mm -hmm. and involved in the sport of baseball. And I think it surprises people every year when you look at how much money Major League Baseball brings in, the attendance at yeah. Coors Field, the amount of people that just enjoy going, even casually, and being involved in the sport of baseball is so cool to see that it's still such a popular sport, um, despite some of the other sports picking up traction, too. Baseball's right in there. Baseball's right in there. All right, who's going to win more games today, the Rockies or the Broncos? Because the Broncos did not pull it off today. They by the did way. not pull it, was it off. A seventeen sixteen loss to the Raiders. Oh my god! It just feels like oh boy. Can, does it feel like vomit out of my mouth saying that it's just like here we go again, right? Here we go. So oh, that's why the Raiders fans are like. Yeah. That's why they were chirping in the comments. Guys, we don't care about you. We're a baseball show. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not offended. I, I didn't grow up a, a Raiders fan or Broncos fan like that. So, but you, you wore know. your Broncos hat today. I did. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a transplant fan. I, I enjoy the, the Broncos. I didn't really have much of a team growing up because I jumped back and forth between Seattle and San Francisco, and so the Broncos have become my adopted team. Um, but it's been I mean, rough. You live here now. I and do. Like, you guys are 
here. Yeah, oh, we're here. We're, we're going to so raise our kids here. here, starting with the dogs. That's... Starting, you got to work on the dogs first. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. They are our children at the moment. Yes. And Bark in the Park's coming up, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And yes. even if even if you're not going to the game for Bark in the Park on the 14th, um, come out to to the last few games of the season because baseball season, you know, it, it it's going to be gone before you know it. You have to cherish it while we have it. Okay. Yeah, and the weather's already getting colder. It's pouring down rain outside right now oh, and great. uh yeah so enjoy what what's left of this colorado summer yes as it lasts well well said Christian. thank you thank well you said. for the people and in the round back of applause from everyone in the room in here i appreciate it um uh, all right patrick will be back tomorrow to break down how the sunday night baseball game goes he's gonna preview the cub series mm -hmm. we never really figured out a drinking game um but you know tweet along with us at dnvr underscore rockies we will keep you updated on what this matchup on national TV is looking like. You can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Christian, where can we follow you? Find me on Twitter at CJJ Yes, I had to ask you before I tagged you with That's something okay. earlier because I don't retain anything. That's all good. Tiffany Tiff for short. Where can we follow you? Oh, I'm at uh, Tiff, T-I-F-F underscore Tano, T-A-N-O on Twitter. Yes. Lovely. Or X or whatever we're X, calling it. Do Twitter. not call it that. Like, I keep forgetting that it's actually called that. Get that crap out of here. Also, Come on. you know, I have <laughs> I've got TweetDeck open. It's still called TweetDeck.Twitter.com. It's still I, Twitter. I saw something saying that you had to pay for TweetDeck. Do you have to pay for TweetDeck? You have to be, you uh, have like to a, pay a, a, for the blue check mark yeah. to have access to TweetDeck. See, I love TweetDeck and I don't pay for the blue check mark, but I used to love TweetDeck when I was working as a reporter. Yeah. And uh, and I'm bummed because I'm like, you know what? Like, it, it, it's very organized. Well, old TweetDeck is gone. Old TweetDeck is the better one. This new TweetDeck kind of sucks, but it's better than not having. But yeah, it. yeah. Um, and I caved and I was like, okay, I'll get the blue check. But then you get like the way like I know like Adam mentioned, he was like, Well, I break even every month because you get ad share. Oh, okay. So like it's like I'm kind of paying for it, but I'm kind of not. Gotcha. Because if you gotcha. get a certain amount of engagement, like you get money. Interesting. I mean, it is interesting. So that's why I decided to um pull the trigger. But it's been very difficult. Thank you for asking. Um uh Wow, um, it really is impossible to wrap up a show. I'm like so bad at. <laughs> hey, wrapping look, up we're a getting show. ready for Sunday night baseball, guys. That's that's what we're that's what we're excited for. <laughs> let's uh, let's roll right into it. We are gonna roll right into it. But Christian, you know what we say about how it's impossible to wrap up a show? I, at this point, I have no idea. It's impossible to wrap up a show. But come back here to the DNVR Sports YouTube channel at one o'clock Mountain Time tomorrow. Patrick will be back. He's gonna. Tell you how this game went. He's going to break it down. He's going to preview the Cubs. Talk to you guys later.